His sister was a witch. She came down in a bubble, bro. A bubble. Are you going to sit there and tell me I'm wrong? Get educated. I'm grow not arguing up. with grow you. Grow up, bro. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, everyone. And More welcome. energy. Hello, everyone. More energy. Hello. Every we are these people solace in this time of pandemic. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Fast Pass, <laughs> the history podcast in close to 30 minutes or less. As per usual, I am Jason. And I am Megan. And, uh... <laughs> there's some shit going on um have you looked outside lately have you looked at the news or twitter or facebook or tumblr or, do people even still use tumblr some people who the fuck knows there's some shit going on outside yeah uh the uh the coronavirus is going on there's a there's a pandemic people are freaking out yep so, so we're going to be talking about something topical today, but also keeping it historical while also keeping in the parameters of Women's History Month. And the only parameters of Women's History Month is to talk about women, finally. Yeah, <laughs> history needs to talk about women more. Yes, it does. So, uh, wash your hands. Wash your fucking hands. Cough into your elbow. Cough into your elbows, Jesus Christ. Buckle your pants and join us as we talk about a woman who carried quite the illness. Typhoid Mary. Ooh. Uh, but before we talk about her, we should talk about the illness itself so that we're all on the same page for what she did. Yeah. So typhoid fever is a fever. Um, Medical News Today says, quote, typhoid is a bacterial infection that can lead to a high fever, diarrhea, and vomiting. It can be fatal. End quote. And the uh, Center for Disease Control says, quote, typhoid fever is a serious disease spread by contaminated food and water. Symptoms of typhoid include lasting high fevers, weakness, stomach pains, headache, and loss of appetite. Some patients have constipation, and some have a rash. Internal bleeding and death can occur, but are rare. Yes, and the CDC also states that, quote, typhoid fever is common in most parts of the world, except in industrialized regions, such as the United States, Canada, Western Europe, Australia, and Japan. So travelers to developing worlds should consider taking precautions. Specifically, Asia, Africa, and Latin America are especially at risk, and the highest risk for typhoid is actually in South Asia. Now, about 300 people get typhoid fever in the United States each year, and most of these people have traveled to those parts of the world recently. About 22 million cases of typhoid fever and 200,000 related deaths occur, occur worldwide each year. Yeah, so in short, um, uh, typhoid is problematic. Still. And even though some people, some of us, just... it To us, it sounds like it's such an old disease and that it's gone and that it's no big deal. It's still around. Yeah. And people are still affected by it. Just like people are still getting the Black Death. They're still getting the bubonic plague. Black Death. Woo! Now, the <laughs> <laughs> that's from a musical, by the way. It's not me, like, wooing the death of two-thirds of Europe. Europe. <laughs> Um, now the groundwork is laid, so we should start talking about Mary and what her connection to all this was. Yeah. So Mary Mallon was born in Cookstown, Ireland to a poor family on September 23rd, 1869. Nice. Uh, she had typhoid fever as a young child. Not so nice. <laughs> she was too young to even remember having typhoid. That's how young she was. Ouch. Uh, and at the age of 15, she immigrated to the United States, specifically 
New York City. Now, the reason Jason jumped from birth to 15 years of age is because there is little to no records about her that chronicled her life before this illness. Of course, because women in history, unless they were in a court case or they had some kind of power, like power, they were royalty or something. Exactly. were thrown to the side in the terms of documentation. So this was just an average everyday woman who happened to be sick, even though she didn't know it. And we only know about her later because of court cases and documentation. No one cared who I was until I put on this mask. <laughs> See, Mary Mallon was a carrier, just like Idris Alba is of the coronavirus. She was the first healthy known carrier of this illness. So being a character mean, a carrier means that you display no symptoms, but you still carry it and are able to pass it along. So that is why Idris Alba is healthy, but he's a carrier and tested positive. Is it still too soon for him to show like uh symptoms or is it i don't i don't know i mean if he tested positive he should be having some symptoms. some symptoms and he said he doesn't have anything mm. so it could be i mean like he could be the he, first healthy carrier he could be or, or he could be getting i mean i guess because they caught it he well probably wouldn't get that many symptoms because he's going to get the medication he needs he's also rich yeah but we don't know but i, I would consider know. him to be a carrier oh yeah she was able to uh pass it along since she was a carrier and it didn't help that her family was poor and lived in a poor area. And since it was a poor area, many people lived in like a very tight knit. Confined space. Confined space. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. So it was like the perfect place to uh, distribute an illness. And that's why for the novel coronavirus, New York City and L.A. are particularly hit with this. Yeah. Um, and places like Venice, because it is a tight space with a lot of people. And that's just uh, the breeding ground for pandemic, really. Yeah, it's like the perfect place for an outbreak to begin. Yeah. So since her family was poor, Mary wasn't educated and didn't really have any skills outside of cooking and cleaning. So she was pretty much forced to become a maid since she didn't have many choices due to her low education. Mm -hmm. She wanted to be a cook, though, since cooks made more than maids did. But she worked as a maid for a family in Westchester County, New York, which, by the way, is the same area. <laughs> New Rochelle, which is quarantined because of the coronavirus, is also in Westchester County. So if we think about it, history is repeating itself without it even knowing it repeated itself. Is there something about Westchester County that it just, like, breeds pandemic? I'm, <laughs> I want to know. Is it, like, a rich, bougie area? It is, yeah. They think they're too good for the virus. They think that they I too have too much money to get sick. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just going to go to New York and take the subway. Oh, wait, they don't <laughs> clean the subway. Oh, wait, they do now. Now they do. Um, so a house guest ended up getting sick in 1900. And once the house guest got sick, Mary left to find more work. So she would end up working for eight different houses as a maid and a cook. Seven of those houses ended up having outbreaks of typhoid. Now, there were so many different houses because anytime someone would get sick, Mary would just quit working and move to someone else, unbeknownst to her that she's the reason they're getting sick. Yeah. She didn't know she was carrying it, but she was so scared of catching it <laughs> that she would just dip out and go to another place. Which is she would why go to another you... house and just fuck up that family. Which is why if you think you have any part of the coronavirus, stay home. Get yourself tested for STDs and for viruses. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just know the tagline is get yourself tested on like some old commercials back in the day. Get yourself tested. Get yourself tested. Don't don't spread shit around. Wash your damn hands. Wash your damn hands. Wash your damn dick. <laughs> Wash your face. Cough into your sleeve. Don't touch your face. No, don't. Don't, don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. 
Clorox is your friend if you can find it. If you can find I it. I actually have... Soap and water. <laughs> sand sanitizer on the collar of my shirt, chilling here at a moment's notice if in I a, need in it. In a little spray bottle. A little spray bottle, because here at Fast Past, we're trying to keep healthy. We both work at a pharmacy. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's it, a struggle. We have a lot of people coming in and coughing, so uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't Stay cough home. at people. Cover your damn mouths if you're going to cough. Just don't touch your face. Cover it with your elbow so that you're not, like, going to touch your face afterwards. Please. I don't want to get sick. Don't get me sick. Don't get me sick. Please and thank you. Thank you. So back on to Typhoid Mary. Yeah. So in 1906, Mary worked in Oyster Bay, Long Island, when six of the 11 family members of the house that she was working at got sick. Oof. Once again, she ran away just to escape the sickness. Thing was, this time... Someone was following her. <laughs> wee woo, wee woo. And that person was George A. Soper. He ah, was in hot soap. pursuit. <laughs> Soper. I think she should have been using, and you should be using. Soap. Soap. You should also be a Soper. <laughs> Wash yourself. I'm going to like hashtag Soper crew. <laughs> <laughs> so George was a sanitation engineer and an eventual managing director of the group that would later become the American Cancer Society. And at this time, George's job meant he was in charge of public health. So he was hired to find out why these people were getting sick. He checked for poisoned water and spoiled food, and he found nothing. Great. So he came to the conclusion that this was a human carrier. Hmm. Now, after making some connections, he suspected Mary Mallon was the car- carrier, and he needed to prove it. So he followed her, he followed her to her new job and planned a full-on raid. <laughs> like, busting down the doors type, like... FBI open up raid. SWAT. Yeah. Yeah. But like people with gloves and hand sanitizer and shit like that. <laughs> uh, they confronted her, but she denied everything because she had no idea. Yeah. Um, and because they were making no headway in the case, Soper went to the health department to get permission to uh, bring her in, bring her to the hospital, get her tested and everything. Quote, in 1907, a team went to arrest Mallon. <laughs> she slammed the door on them ran away, hid, and was eventually found and taken to the hospital. I wonder how old she is at this point. This is 1907. 1907 minus 1969. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, so 1969 to 1900. That's, that's like 31, 40, that's 31 years. 31 years old. So, so she's 31. 38. I just, like, when you read that sentence, I just imagine this, like, 15-year-old kid screaming and crying and being like, Nope, she's 38. No, she's 38. 38? 38. Because from 69 to 1900 is like 31 years. So plus 7 plus is seven. 38. So she's 38 at this point. So she's been spreading this disease for 15 years at least. At least. That's wild. Yeah. So at the hospital, they did test her. Uh, they tested not only her blood, but her urine and her stool. And guess what they found in her stool sample? Typhoid? Typhoid. Ah. So Soper, Soap, nice. had his <laughs> had his proof and said it was due to her poor hygiene and her job preparing food that caused these outbreaks. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. God. So Malin had admitted to having poor hygiene, saying, quote, she didn't know why she had to wash her hands. Do you guys? Yikes. 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 Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Now, the health department didn't want anyone else getting sick, obviously, so they sent her away for three years. And to anyone who's keeping count, how many times have we said it and are going to continue saying, wash Wash your your hands? 
because it's a lot. <laughs> just saying hand sanitizer doesn't kill viruses. It kills bacteria. The only thing to kill viruses is washing your goddamn hands. It's the friction and it's the soap that breaks down the barrier in the, vac- in the virus. I was doing some research this morning. Nice. <laughs> a lot of people don't do their research. Not nice. Not nice. So Mary Mallon was taken to North Brother Island. This was an island that held people with contagious illnesses. Yeah, this is where I remember hearing about her from in, in class. Yeah. Uh, she felt like she was in prison because she pretty much was. She was placed in, like, solitary confinement, kind of. Because she was given a house to herself and a dog. <gasps> so she wasn't completely alone. Aww. But she had no one Just, to talk to. This was before FaceTime, people. Yeah. And uh, she was mad. Like, she was, like, pissed. Yeah. There's, like, a quote of her saying, how could you do this to a good Christian woman? Because you got typhoid, girl. you got typhoid. But it's like, she was mad because she felt healthy and she didn't break any laws. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of up in the air. Yeah. Then there's also the fact that she was taken away by force and was being held without a trial. Oof. Kind of sounds very illegal. Yeah. Um, So in 1909, she tried to sue. But since she was poor, people believe that William Randolph Hearst paid for her lawyer. And if anyone knows, like I do, the name William Randolph Hearst, it's because he's a famous yellow journalist. What is yellow journalism? Yellow journalism is basically like doing exaggerated stories. And this was big in the Spanish-American-Cuban War. Um, And it led us to conflicts in Cuba and in the Philippines and led to us acquiring land in the Philippines. How do you do that? How do you boost a war? How do you... He propagated a war on his own through yellow journalism. Yeah, helped the United States and Spain into war in Cuba and the Philippines, leading to the acquisition of overseas territories by the United States. So basically, it's a tabloid. This dude literally started a war with gossip. There was a letter specifically. Well, we'll do a whole episode on your little journalism, but there was a letter specifically that they published that was incorrect Mm. that led to some of these. So yellow journalism is not great, guys. William Hurst, not that great, guys. Yeah, and... Hearst was a rich man who owned newspapers, so he could push this yellow journalism. Yeah. And he wanted to do stories that could sell, and he knew that Malin's story would sell. So the theory is plausible that he's the one that hired the lawyer. But she lost the lawsuit. Um, So she was allowed to leave the island a year later in 1910, but they placed restrictions on her, obviously. Mm -hmm. So she had to practice good hygiene, wash your hands, and she wasn't allowed to work as a cook at all. She also had to stay in contact with the health department. So she got a job cleaning clothes, which didn't pay very much. And she knew cooking was going to pay a bit more. So what do you think this girl did? Uh, she sucked it up and continued washing clothes to the best of her ability. Wow, I wish that was the case. No, no, no. She changed her whole ass name to Mary Brown oh God. and got jobs cooking in several houses. What do you think could happen here? Mm, nothing can go wrong nothing. in this situation. Not like in more outbreaks. Slightest could happen because no. you didn't my, my problem is she was she was reprimanded being like okay because you're handling food and you didn't like clean your hands after you wiped your ass people are getting typhoid and she spent like years in this hospital and the bitch still didn't realize that you have to wash, wash your, your hands. hands if you're handling food that's like my problem with her is that if she had recognized that and had like done proper hygiene mm-hmm. she probably wouldn't have passed this disease on to anyone else yeah if she had like said anything to them like hey can you help me out with learning to do something else can you get me a job somewhere else because i'm low on money and i don't want to go back to being a cook and getting people sick anything 
Like, reach out, ask questions, do research. Wear gloves. Wear gloves. Like, they had gloves in 1915. It, 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 I don't know. It just... Yeah. <laughs> a little frustrating, Mary. A little frustrating. Yeah. So, in uh, 1915, uh, Mary worked at Sloan Hospital for Women. Hmm. A confined space. As a cook. As a Oh, confined space where she doesn't wash her hands and cooks and wipes her ass. Hmm, what could happen here? 25 workers got sick. Wonder why? Two people died. Wonder why? Soper was hired once again for the case. He found, uh, he caught her again. He caught Mary Brown slash Malin, whatever she was going by. Mm. Uh, this time, because she'd apparently changed her name several times and went under a couple of aliases. My God. Um, she was taken back to North Brother Island, but now she was seen as a criminal since she broke her parole. Yikes. Um, she would end up spending the rest of her life on the island, a full 26 years more. She did earn some freedoms, though. She was allowed to work in a lab and wash bottles, which helped her wash her hands. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, she also helped out in the hospital, but not as a cook. Could she have been, like, could that have been, like, an unintentional homicide? Like, she knew at that point that she that point carried she this disease yes. and she caused the death of two people. Yes. That's fucking wild. Like, yeah. how do you not live with... How are you not guilty? And she got a bunch of other people sick, knowing that she had it. I mean, like, okay, before she had gotten taken by Soper, you Soap, um, I could see how she would just go on and not recognize it was her fault. But, but after, after spending three to four years in this hospital, recognizing, like, like this on is... on an island by herself where she has to practice good hygiene, where she's taking care of herself, where it's like... You are here because you don't clean up after yourself. Like you, and then you go back into the workforce knowing, and you cause these deaths. Like, and you don't tell anyone that you have this disease, this illness. Then it's like, you know what? If they don't know, I still get paid. It, it it's pretty selfish. Yes, it's pretty selfish. But in 1932, she began having strokes, which left her paralyzed. Mm. So she was moved into a hospital bed, and she would stay there for six years before she ended up dying of pneumonia on November 11th. 1938 she was 69 years old nice i mean wait she died yeah but so it's not nice but not she was nice. born in 96 died nice. in sorry born in 69 nice died at 69 nice but not nice not nice you know and the rest <laughs> is history uh thank you all for joining us again if you want these sources for this episode two sided and scholarly papers or just to do some more research you can email us at fastpasspodcast at gmail.com or you can dm me on twitter uh at fastpast1 i don't take care of my twitter i really really try but if you at me or dm me i'll at you or dm you back and the same goes for requests we did just figure out the rest of our episodes for the year but we are flexible and if you really want to hear something from us let us know we can move some stuff around we can you can we can even do a special if it's a small thing oh yeah (laughs) so yeah uh and to everyone out there stay strong Stay strong. Wash your hands. Wash your goddamn hands. Don't buy, like, a bunch of unnecessary things. Don't bulk buy. Don't bulk buy toilet paper. Don't bulk Why? buy anything. Even about your the pres- rest of us who want toilet paper? You bought all of it. Even, it goes for prescriptions. There is not a, a shortage on medicine, but if you are asking for months and months, you're going to, the pharmacy only carries so many prescriptions at a time. Yes. There's no shortage. You can always get your medicine. Be courteous to people who actually need it specifically for uh alcohol swabs as well yeah so the people out there who are buying diabetics like, alcohol swabs and you don't need them you're just doing it to like clean your phone or clean like whatever 
there's diabetics who need that stuff to stay alive. And there's Windex you can use to clean your phone and Lysol. Use Windex, Lysol, Anything. clean your phone like that. Don't use alcohol swabs that are that the diabetic people need. Yeah, there are people in need. So don't basically don't be what Typhoid Mary was and don't be selfish. Recognize that we're all in this together. Don't and overreact. We, don't overreact. We don't can get through this. Yeah. But we just have to be courteous to people. We have to be compassionate. And we have to recognize that everyone in here is in this together. And if we work together, we can get through this a lot faster than if we choose the selfish route like Typhoid Mary did. Yeah. So we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. And mm-hmm. uh, until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.